Welcome to the SAHCC Voices Podcast. I'm Dr. Erica Gonzalez, Chairwoman of the Board. Now is the time for us to pull together. This podcast will bring a variety of topics to help us rebuild. We are here as a resource for Hispanic-owned businesses, small business, economic development, advocacy, international trade, education, and leadership. Take some time to listen and learn, but most importantly, to remember that we are in this together. Welcome to SAHCC Voices. This podcast is presented by Opcom Media Group, audio and video production for social media, corporate marketing, and training purposes. At Opcom, we work with a wide array of companies, from small sole proprietorships to some of the largest corporations. We specialize in producing audiovisual content to increase brand awareness and sales. To know more, visit opcommediagroup.com. That is O-P-C-O-M mediagroup.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the SAHCC Voices podcast. My name is Melissa Aguillon, President and CEO of Aguillon Creative, a local marketing and advertising firm which has been in existence for over 10 years. I'm on the board of directors for the San Antonio Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and one of my recent titles is Royal Consort to Rayfeo 72, Thomas Aguillon, who is here with me today, along with Walter Serna, who is also a former Rayfeo, Rayfeo 62. Um, he is the current president of the San Antonio Fiesta Commission. Um, so thank you uh, so much, both of you, for joining us today. I'm going to ask each of you to just do a brief introduction uh, so our listeners can get to know you a little better. And I also want you to share with us your favorite, uh, your favorite part about Fiesta. So, Thomas, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. I'm going to default to Mr. Cerna since he's older and uh, more established and actually has some seniority in this room. So, Mr. Cerna, if you'd like to go first, I'd appreciate well, it. Thank you, King. I appreciate that. Uh, my name is Baltazar Cerna. I'm with the uh, Fiesta Commission. I'm the president uh, for the Fiesta Commission 2020-2021. Uh, and I guess uh, my favorite thing about Fiesta is it, it truly brings... San Antonio and our community together and something that we sorely need at this difficult time with with COVID and everything. So that's what we're really excited about uh, being able to bring it to you this year. Thank you, Walter. Uh, okay, well, that uh, leaves it to me. So I'm Thomas Aguillon, uh, Ray Feo 72. Uh, my real job, I'm the Director of Communications for Charter Communications, Director of Government Affairs for Charter Communications. And I have to tell you, I served on Walter's uh, court as a Transportation Minister 10 years ago, uh, and, and before that, I actually worked uh, for a former Rafeo in Roger Flores Sr. in the late 90s. Um, so I was, you know, given, you know, the privy to, to a lot of different uh, events through Fiesta. And so there are, there are many, but I have to say, Walter kind of established a, an event uh, that we're super proud of now and, and host every year for the Rafeo, and that's our crown party. So that, that's actually my favorite party. Um, that now exist in Fiesta, and I, I'll have to say that Niosa is a good second. Uh, but but there are many great things about Fiesta that uh, that bring the community together and uh, allows a lot of different folks to to enjoy it. So, so that's that's my take. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, so on that note, Thomas and Walter, I'd like you to jump in as well. Sure. But um, Thomas, can you share with us um, what what was your path to becoming Ray Feo? How are you? 
the current Rafeo. How did you get here? And Walter, I know you worked really hard to get to where sure. you were at too. So if you want to jump in as Thomas is answering, please feel free. Well, like I mentioned, I worked for uh, Roger Flores Sr., who's a former Rafeo, and, and his passion uh, for Fiesta uh, kind of you know bled into his staff, and we were able to appreciate and enjoy many different events uh, that a, a former Rafeo gets to go to uh, as being a part of his staff. Um, and then a few years later, Henry Munoz, um, we were uh, able to enjoy his court member, Deborah Guerrero, was on the court, and we were able to run around with that court. And then several years later, uh, you know, Walter was running for Rafeo, and, you know, the company that uh, I worked for at the time, Time Warner Cable, uh, were big sponsors of Walter, so I was able to participate on his court. Uh, it was truly an honor, and uh, and so, you know, I guess you can say that my path was based on um, – uh, just seeing the excitement, uh, you know, of the, the school visits uh, and then just the wonderful nature of everybody, uh, the inclusiveness of Fiesta that I've seen um, that has made me want to run for Rafeo and actually, you know, become Rafeo 72. And you were also on John Gary's court. That's correct. Yeah. You, you asked me how I started the path, right? So uh, <laughs> I did. Yeah, <laughs> that is part of the path. So yeah, I uh, I did. That's true. I did serve on uh, two other courts. I was uh, actually John Gary Herrera was, uh, I was able to be his prime minister, which uh, for those that don't know, as a prime minister, you're basically second in command. And so, you know, the things that the, the Rafeo cannot do, you, you kind of step in and, and, and fill in and do all the things you can to make it happen. And, and at that time, I was already kind of in line to run for Rafeo, but uh, uh, Fred, Fred Reyes was a, a dear friend, and, and I jumped on his court as an executive minister, uh, more, more in a guidance kind of uh, role, but uh, uh, we were able to, to help him um, you know, fulfill his dream, which I thought was pretty good, of a Star Wars fiesta. Um, but, but that's kind of my path. You know, it, uh, it, really, it really rolled up and through several different kings. Uh, and gave me plenty of ideas to to do the things uh, that we're doing now. So I have a question for Thomas. Who is your favorite king then? So I can't say that I have one favorite king, uh, but I I appreciate every one of them for giving me guidance. Uh, You know, each king rules with a different uh, uh, fist. (laughs) I'll tell you that the passion I have for Fiesta kind of led me to where I'm at today as Fiesta Commission President. And it came through the Ray Fail, uh, of me becoming Ray Fail. But it goes further back than that. And I talk, I talk about a lot of the interviews that I do uh, when it relates to Fiesta in that as a young kid growing up, and me and Thomas, we grew up in similar, similar neighborhoods, real close to downtown in the Broadway area. Uh, as a kid growing up, I used to go to the parades. And I'd, back then, parades were free, and you'd take your lawn chairs and you'd line up, and I'd do that for my family. So I always had a passion for Fiesta. We grew up around Fiesta quite a bit. Uh, and then it was... Uh, Roger Flores Sr., who would, would talk to me about becoming Ray Fail one day, and he thought I had what it, what it took. And, and then eventually Henry Munoz was the one, and Brian Weiner uh, were the ones who talked me into running for Ray Fail. As a result, I was able to raise the money I needed to. It became Ray Fail. And then I've stayed in Fiesta mode for 10 years, uh, uh, being Regent um, after I was Ray Fail. And for those of you who don't know, Regent is uh, the individual who in charge of running uh, and the head of uh, the Ray Fail Consejo. Educational Foundation, which is comprised of prior, uh, our former Ray Farrells, uh, along with uh, about 120 businessmen uh, in this community. And our purpose is to uh, raise scholarship money, as well as help the King promote education, uh, which uh, Thomas has been doing now for close to three years uh, in his reign as Ray Fail. And so 
Uh, as a result of that, then uh, once I was done with that role, I moved into my position uh, over at the Fiesta Commission and began to wait, work my way through the system there and where I'm now president. Thank you, both of you, for your comments on that. And, um, you know, I know Thomas raised over $272,000 for scholarships. And, Walter, I don't know your exact total, but it was pretty close to that. Close so, to $200,000, yes. like one ninety nine change. So that's definitely no small feat, and I'm sure you've helped many deserving students through your hard work. So thank you both for that. Um, and, Thomas, I'm, you know, it wasn't just you, and I know it wasn't just you. You have a, a court behind you. So, you know, special shout out to them for all their hard work and um, bringing sponsors to the table and the organization as a whole, the Rafael Consejo Educational Foundation, you know, their members have really stepped up. So um, I know I'd like to just say thank you on our behalf because they, they really have all come together and helped us um, as we move forward through these three years, uh, move into Fiesta. So everyone on Thomas's court is volunteering their time. You know, they're, they do a lot of amazing things um, throughout this, but we want to just say that we appreciate everyone who stayed the course. Um, the team worked very hard, um, but it is definitely a work hard, play hard attitude, and that's what we've been, we've been working towards, and we're looking forward to Fiesta at 2021. So on that note, we're about to go into the 130th Fiesta. Um, we have our dates now, June 17th through June 27th. Um, and Fiesta is going to look a little bit different this year. Walter, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I will tell you that uh, I'm happy to announce that uh, on the 17th of, of May, which was this past week, I believe it was on Monday, uh, we came to decision with the collaboration with Metro Health and the mayor's office uh, uh, that we are going to do Fiesta at 100% capacity. So what does that mean? Uh, what that means is that you're not going to have a reduced capacity at these events you go to. If people come to the events, we ask them to enjoy themselves. Of course, there's a lot, there's a big mask debate right now as to whether you can wear your mask, uh, not wear your mask. Uh, you know, we're going to encourage people that aren't vaccinated to wear their mask. I think all the science uh, speaks to it's safe for people that don't, uh, that have been vaccinated, they really don't have to wear a mask if you're outdoors. But for those people that are vaccinated, we're going to encourage you to wear wear your mask. Uh, of course, we can't force you to wear your mask, uh, but we, we'd ask or we, we'd ask you to think about that because uh, you could put yourself at risk. Um, how do we get here? Uh, it's been it's been a, a long road. It started back in March of 2020 when we made the decision to move Fiesta to November of 2020, thinking that this virus would be done. Uh, and I was president-elect back then. I wasn't even president. It was Jeannie Travis along with the mayor, decided to move it to November of 2020, thinking that uh, we were going to play it safe. And surely in a matter of uh, nine to 10 months, the virus would be gone and we'd be in a better place and we could have Fiesta in November, which we never had before, uh, thinking about the cool weather and before it got too cold. Well, we all know the, the, how that story ended. A uh, virus didn't go away, it got worse. Uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, lives were lost. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, we were still dealing with it came, come November, 2020. And so unfortunately, uh, Fiesta was canceled in November of 2020, uh, only for the second time in the history of Fiesta, the only other time being during World War II, uh, it was canceled. And so with that, we had, uh, I had taken over the reins by then as president Fiesta commission and we got to work. Uh, my goal was to make sure that we didn't go another year. Uh, without having another fiesta, uh, I knew that uh, nonprofits were struggling to keep uh, 
the organizations alive, uh, the, the, the nonprofits they raise money for to, to give money to were struggling as well. And so my goal in November of 2020 was to make sure that in 2021 we pulled off Fiesta. Just by chance, uh, one of my clients, Santos Spurs, I was speaking to a good friend of mine and uh, Thomas Aguillones, Bobby Perez, uh, who told me about a, a health consultant that the Spurs and HEB use uh, that was from the East Coast. Uh, he had an affiliation with John Hopkins. Uh, that they, He was kind of uh, consulting with them about how to move forward in the next few months and, and how to deal with this virus. So we decided to hire him. And as a result, uh, got busy on, uh, you know, when could Fiesta occur? In January of 2020, uh, based on his advice and, again, uh, coordination, collaboration, Metro Health, we decided to postpone it to January uh, to June 17th of this year, 2021. So from usually it would have happened in April of 2021, but we made the decision in January of 2021 to make that decision early because the virus looked like it was still going to be around to move it to June of 2021. And so that's kind of where we sit today. I definitely think that was the right choice. Um, we weren't ready in April. No. It looks like we're we're getting there now for June, and the excitement is building. I know the last couple of weeks, even just a matter of weeks, where we've gone out into the community and seen a lot more people than we had in the last year. So it's been kind of exciting, and I think Fiesta's just going to um, continue with that buildup. So my next question was actually going to be, what were your biggest challenges? But that kind of sounds like those, that, that was that in a nutshell. Well, well I'll tell you, I mean, else. and I didn't talk about all the challenges, but I mean, as before we started this podcast, uh, Melissa, you talked about how it's unfortunate how a lot of events aren't happening. Even though we have uh, 50 plus events uh, and still some of the larger events that are taking place in June, there are a lot of uh, events that aren't occurring this year. Unfortunately, uh, Oyster Bake uh, in in December came to me as well as the the two major parades, which was the the night parade and day parade, and told me the challenge that they had of the participation uh, that they had with when it came to students uh, at the high school level for the day and night parade, and at the college level for Oyster Bake at St. Mary's University, uh, and as a result, uh, they said there was no way they could do that in June. It broke my heart. But I didn't want to put us in a position and say we were going to move forward in late April or move it a couple of weeks in April, knowing that the virus and the science was telling us that we wouldn't be through with it. So uh, they made the early decision in December not to move forward. And uh, those are three big events we lost uh, that they, they weren't able to overcome the challenge. It's unfortunate, but again, there's a lot of great events uh, that we've got moving forward. Uh, we're excited about the river parades, but we think it's going to be one of the largest River parades ever. There's going to be a lot of people uh, on the banks of the river, at restaurants and at seats, and so we're just excited about it. And so uh, there's there's still a lot of good things happening during Fiesta. Oh, for sure. Well, Oyster Bake is one of my favorite events, and then Corniation, and those two are not going to be around. But we're going to find things definitely to do. So on that note, Thomas, um, you know we do have a condensed rain. Uh, tell us a little bit about what your plans are for Fiesta and how. The change is going to impact you and your court. No, I wouldn't call it a condensed rain. We've had an expanded rain, <laughs> but a condensed <laughs> Very schedule. True. Very true. <laughs> um, and the challenges for our court, really, I mean, as we, as Walter mentioned, um, you know, we're opening up a little bit more, and I believe almost everyone, if not uh, everyone on my court, is vaccinated. Uh, we also are, are in sponsorship or in, in collaboration with the 
one of my court members, Councilwoman Rebecca Vigran, were actually doing a, uh, a vaccination drive-by this Saturday uh, where the last court member that what we believe is not vaccinated will get vaccinated. Uh, and, and we're going to encourage everybody. It's a, it's a one and done. It's a Johnson & Johnson shot. And, uh, you know, hopefully the folks that want to participate with, with us uh, will drive by, support us, and, you know, get some Fiesta medals and, and get vaccinated so that we can all enjoy it together safely. You know, challenge-wise, you know, I think continued court, you're right, Melissa, that we we appreciate everybody's time. And, and it was it was crazy uh, just how close we were to actually pulling off Fiesta in 2020 before it all got shut down. Um, but but mostly the challenge is, is keeping everyone together apart, right? Because we still had, uh, you know, our team, we had built up to it. We've been spending a lot of time together. And then all of a sudden, you knew none of us were together for, for you know, 10 months. Um, so it was a challenge. And, and we're, we're getting together. And we're, you know, I, I jokingly uh, say that getting started again is like starting a car after it's been uh, you know dead for a year you know but we're finally getting up and running and we've got a lot of things uh, that are ahead of us our candlelight dinner uh, dinner is a, a june 5th at, at the espy and then our crown party is is june 18th uh the river parade as walter mentioned so there's several different things that that we're uh really excited about and and you know as the um mandates are lifted and uh, the capacities are, are allowed to get to 100%. Our challenges uh, really kind of, you know, go away a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, the biggest challenge of all uh, is for us just to make sure that we have a good time and, and put smile on people's faces and give encouragement to the kids. Uh, you know, our message is, was believed to achieve, and uh, that's been kind of put to the test, you know, because we all believed uh, that we could achieve this this uh, this goal of, of being 100% capacity again, right? Uh, but but I think um, uh, we are all there, and we're looking forward. We got a few more schools to do this Friday. I know that our, our folks on the quarter are super excited about that. Schools are, are um, excited about it, so we'll have a little bit more fun right before we actually go into Fiesta. Yeah, and I, mean, I could just uh, segue into some of the things that Thomas said. You talk about a condensed schedule. I'll I can tell you the schedule that that I'll be doing uh, during Fiesta and give you some ideas where I'm going to be at to show that there's still a lot to do. On on Thursday, I'll be at Fiesta Fiesta, which is the opening Fiesta Commission uh, opening, uh, which is a great uh, event. It's down at Hemisphere Park. It's also a culmination of people trading pins. So I encourage people to go down there. It's free. There's booths. Uh, there's food booths. There's music. There's drinks. There's fireworks at 9 p.m., uh, and so it's 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 going to be a fun event, and then and that's definitely a great place to support local nonprofits because anyone that has a Fiesta medal, that's where they get to sell them, and that's where they get to make some of the money. So that's important too, and how we support them. Absolutely, and so then the next night we crown our king, uh, Ray Feo, uh, in San Fernando. That's also a free event. Uh, we uh, uh, Thomas finally gets his public crowning uh, three years later, but he gets it. <laughs> Uh, and we'll uh, we'll all be there uh, in support of them. And then the uh, following on Saturday, then we we crown the other king that, that presides over Fiesta, and that's King Antonio at the Investiture on Saturday and Sunday. If you've never been, Chariada, it's a great event. So much uh, fun. Uh, We're excited about that. Yeah, and so that's Sunday uh, over uh, at, at the Charles uh, Ranch over by the Missions. And then Monday you've got the Great River Parade. Tuesday you have Niosa. Wednesday you have the Beethoven Hall where you can go have drink eat some of that great german food so there's plenty to do you Absolutely. just gotta look for the things that you want to do uh 
like I said, it is a condensed schedule, but there's still 50, 55 uh, profit, nonprofits. Uh, you know, uh, one of my uh, events that I, I want to go try out this year is John Cleasant said, I've been there one time. Uh, and we'll be there, Walter. Yeah, We're so, <laughs> uh, we'll be at that event as well, too. And so there's new events you go try because the past you had to choose uh, from a lot of list of long list of events with the Gannett schedule. Uh, they won't be there won't be so many competing against each other. So there's an advantage to that. You go try some of the new events you've never been to. Absolutely. I love that. And that's what we're going to try to do for sure. Um, there's definitely not a shortage of things to do, but like you said, we get to maybe spend a little bit more time here and there and get to be familiar with stuff that we didn't do in the past. And then also Thomas mentioned the, the candlelight ball, which will take place on June 5th. And that's going to be at the SB. Um, we are currently selling tickets, tables, we have a few more left. We're, we're almost at capacity, uh, and it's not a restricted capacity, but we're excited. I think we have about five more tables to sell. Um, so if you're interested, uh, look at our, our Facebook page or Instagram page. And our uh, website. And our website also, rayfeoagion.com. My marketing consultant here is jumping the gun a little bit. but uh, So it, it, we have it out there, and, and if you're interested in helping uh, or supporting and sponsoring us, I suggest you get to the website and, and help us out. We really appreciate it. We are going to uh, do something very cool, and it's never been done before at a candlelight, uh, but you'll have to be there to experience it. Absolutely. And don't forget about the medals. There'll be plenty of Fiesta medals, VIP, Rafeo medals, court member medals. So if you um, didn't get to collect any last year, that's a good place to start. I think you're calling it the... The unofficial. Yeah, we, you know, <laughs> way back when Melissa and I met uh, before we were married, we had a, a an official, unofficial kickoff to Fiesta. So uh, we're calling we're calling our candlelight ball the the unofficial official kickoff to Fiesta since it is so close to the actual kickoff of Fiesta. There we go. All right. Well, that sounds great. Um, before I go through just closing thoughts, I just also want to mention, you know. Thanks to the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce for having us today. Um, they're also going to be participating uh, in Fiesta. And so we don't want to forget about the event that they're having, which is the Fiesta Metal Unveiling. Um, it'll take place June 11th here at their offices on ProBant. So if you want to come and learn about their metal and definitely get that. And there might be a, a special appearance, too, by the king. Um, in fact, he will be here, won't he? Yes, I will be. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's it's great. on my calendar, Thank Walter. Thank you. Good. So yeah, another another place to come collect medals and have fun and see people, which is great to do. That that alone is, is just so worth it to get out. Um, and then the Hispanic Chamber will also be participating in the Texas Cavaliers River Parade, which Walter mentioned, as are we, on Monday, June 21st. So definitely look out for them. Sh give them a shout-out. Um and just have fun that night. But any any closing thoughts? Anything we want to wrap up with? I'll uh, since he let me open. I'll open. I'll close and then let him get the the closing. Uh, I will tell you that it's like I said. It's been a long road, uh, almost a year and a half of of having to deal with this virus. And so uh, this is a well deserved uh, event, festivals uh, that, that the city can enjoy and come together as a community again. Uh, one more time, uh, I, I encourage people to go out uh, and attend these events, whichever event. There's plenty for you to choose from. Nonprofits need your support uh, to survive and to be able to give back to the community. So I encourage everyone to go out there. 
uh, and and uh, participate in Fiesta this year. It's going to be great. Awesome. Thank you, Walter. Definitely, everyone, get out there and enjoy Fiesta. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Walter, and thank you, Melissa, and thank you to the Hispanic Chamber for allowing us to to be on today and, and to you know kind of talk a little bit about, um, I would say, probably the biggest events uh, that happen in San Antonio annually. Um, or the biggest event that happens in the San Antonio San. We're, we're excited, um, you know, as Rafeo 72, we're, we're excited to start our, uh, our fiesta. We're ex excited to start to see people more and more get out. And I've got to say personally, uh, it's been a long, <clears throat> challenging uh, several months, but uh, more importantly, I, to my court, to my court members who stuck with us and uh, who've kind of put in their time and effort, thank you. Uh, thank you to the community for, for also supporting us as much as you have. And in return, you can count on us to be there to, you know, give folks a little bit of faith uh, to, to realize that we're getting back to normal uh, and that we'll, we'll have Fiesta this year. Uh, and, you know, God willing, we'll all be uh, able to celebrate Fiesta next year, 2022, uh, in April. Uh, so with that, uh, uh, thank you. And uh, Viva Fiesta! Viva! Viva. <laughs> Thank you for listening to SAHCC Voices. For more information and resources from this episode, visit sahcc.org. If you're interested in becoming a member or would like to sponsor our podcast, please let us know. This podcast was presented by Opcom Media Group.